Hello. Uh, it's pizza. Well, at least that's how I used to call myself on the internet and still do in uh, some places. Today I want a rip of Daniel K. Uh, he does audio only let's plays. I sometimes do video and face cam and whatever let's plays. Uh, but that's a, a big hassle to set up and everything. Um, you know what's not a hassle to set up? A microphone. Uh, which is what I did. I set up a microphone. Uh, and I have this this PlayStation 1 video game here. And it's it's uh, the German version of it. <clears throat> and also my capture card uh, for, for this kind of stuff. Okay, it, it just wouldn't work doing video with this. Uh, and I also really just can't bother to do it properly uh, also uh, I sometimes like <clears throat> commute to work like almost every day except today because today is my day off um, and sometimes I, I feel like I, I would just like to watch a let's play that I did for some reason I don't know um, but, but I can't really watch videos on my commute. I can only just kind of listen to podcasts and stuff. And I don't have podcasts at all. Um, I just have one like special bonus guest episode on, on Daniel's podcast. So here I am recording, re-recording. Re no, this is not Kingdom Hearts, uh, gladly. I'm pretty sure there's some version of Kingdom Hearts called Recoded something. Uh, this is Final Fantasy. Eight. I just finished Final Fantasy Nine after having had a break uh, right in the middle of it of about a year or so, and now I finished it, and now I'm playing Eight, uh, from from all the way from the beginning. As an audio-only let's play, so let's let's start doing that properly. I started the intro cinematic. There's a song playing. You might recognize the song. Let me turn it up a little. I see a shore, like like the sea, but also sand stuff. And there's words appearing. I'll be here, dot, dot, dot. The music's picking up a little. It's getting dramatic. Uh, it says Y, dot, 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 question mark. And then B, waiting, I'll be waiting here. Waiting is like in, like in air quotes. Uh, geez, I'm seeing so much. How does Daniel do that? Um, the camera's flying over had been flying over the ocean and there was desert now there's like a flower field it says all kinds of words on screen like you'll find me i promise and now there's flower petals there's a hand of a girl she's uh, grasping one of the petals it turns into a feather there was also a flash frame of squall uh who we don't know yet it was just a dude uh now the the petals and the feather being like swished through the air by by air I suppose. And now there's thunder, the camera panned towards the, the sky and the feather flew into the distance and back came a sword. A gun blade, actually. 
uh, which fell to the ground. Squaresoft presents Final Fantasy VIII is what I just saw flash onto the screen. Now there's a cool dude with a gun sword and also Squall with another gun sword. Sword just turned into a whole bunch of feathers. Now we see the girl from before and now we see some kind of witch person and the girl from before again and the witch person. Uh, she's looking all... all uh... Deceiving? No, mis misgiving? No idea. The the cool dude and Squall are fighting now with their gun blades. Uh, they're fighting. Whew. Finally a break. Now the cool dude is, is like, come here, you know, he does the hand motion, the ah. Oh no, there's close-ups of the cool dude and uh, the witch and some fire. And now there's the pretty girl and the witch and squalls running at the cool dude and he's slashing and slashing and being like ah but the cool dude is just like ha you're no match for me or whatever now he's doing some kind of fire spell and he hit squall and he fell to the ground now he's looking all like ha gotcha and squall's like oh no i'm on the ground and uh flash frames of eyes and pretty girls and now squall just got hit square in the face by the by the gun blade now he's bleeding but he's all angry and he's hitting back but there's feathers again, and now there's all of the people in, in all kinds of flash frames. Flash frames, that's what I meant. And then at the end there was... Oh, it's it's the logo of the of the game. Where, where there's the girl and the, the squall, and he's hugging the girl, I guess, embracing the girl. That's also what we saw in the last scene. The girl's just kind of in slow motion, embracing the, the squall. And now, squall's lying in a hospital. And there's a doctor standing uh, next to the bed. And there's a text box. Dr. Katawaki is asking if we're okay. We can say, yeah, or my forehead. Let's say my forehead, because just got hit in the forehead with a gun blade, didn't we? Squall says, my forehead. The doctor says, no wonder. Uh, you feeling better? Everything seems to be okay. Tell me your name. And we're greeted with a screen full of all kinds of letters. I can select them one by one. Or I can select none of them and just uh, accept that my name is Squall, which I will. Doctor's nodding. You should uh, be more careful with training. You can fucking get your eye poked out or something. Tell that to Cypher is what Squall says. And then the doctor says, That boy, he doesn't listen to anybody. Uh, don't get involved with him. Uh, but Squall says, He can't just run away. And she says, Huh, think you're cool, what? That's actually what she says. I mean, I'm translating as I go, right? This is all in German, but uh, she's basically saying, huh, you feel pretty cool, huh? Uh, yeah. But don't... Uh, uh, expressions are always hard to just translate on a dime. I don't know. She, she, you know, be careful is basically what she says after that. Uh, let's think. Your instructor is dot 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 Quistis Treep, is it? Trapper? Tepesh? No, probably Quistus Treep, I suppose. Uh, she, uh, the doctor 
uh, Dr. Kadowaki, was it? We'll, we'll give her notice. Yeah, Kadowaki. She says, Quistis, question mark. Uh, there's somebody here that you can pick up. And then dot, 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 a whole bunch of dots. And yeah, yeah, full stop. Uh, the injury isn't bad, but... Uh, oh, what's that word? Shit. The, the mark will stay. Like when you get hurt, you get a mark. Is that what you, what you call that? Um, and it says, yeah, uh, exactly. Okay, I'm coming. And it fades to black. The whole whole picture, everything just fades to black. We see a close-up of Squall now. He's got his head on his face, lying on the back on the, uh, the hospital bed. And there's a girl in the background who, uh, he's, she's kind of behind, like, some kind of glass or something. Um... She's blinking and she says, Squall, finally we can see, uh, finally we're seeing each other again. Uh, she's got like a blue, mm, a vest, basically, and a white skirt and some green, just like bands on her forearms, just like fashionable, I suppose. And she's leaving again. Oh, the bands go all the way behind her back too. So that's major fashion now oh and a cutscene we see a blonde woman long hair glasses she's looking kind of like like ah such a such a bother or something and she just came into our room and she's looking at us like that being like ah squall or something there's also some bird noises in the background Quizzes says, she walks up to her bed and she, she says, Hey, I knew that it got one of you two, that it had to have, you know, one of you had been gotten, gotten with the gun blade in the face. Squall uh, sits up in the bed, doesn't say anything. Quizzes says, let's go. Today the practical test is gonna happen. And then it fades to black again. <coughs> Okay, we're on a we're in a hallway, but it's like an open hallway. There's it's like an outdoor hallway. Uh, Quistus is asking us if something's bothering us. We say not really, and she says the same at the same time. And now she laughs, and we're asking what's so funny. She's still laughing. We kind of stop walking down the hallway while while she's uh, still laughing. Uh, she says, "Funny? No, no, I'm just happy." Uh, now I know what my favorite uh, pupil thinks, that's why. And he says, but I'm not thinking that primitively. She says, well, then tell me. Tell me more about you. And we say, that's none of your, and she finishes the sentence, business. And now she laughs again, and we're like, oh, jeez. And now a magnificent thing a cutscene starts but we're still controlling our character inside of the cutscene now the camera pans away from our characters and now we're full-on in a cutscene seeing pupils walk around and there's a big giant futuristic building and there's like bells that we can't see but they sure are tolling and there's like just like this giant it's indescribable it's bellum garden it's a cool thing it's a cool school for cool pupils 
Uh, screen is black. Now it's not black anymore. We just entered a quote-unquote futuristic classroom. Quistus enters as well. She says good morning. And uh, the pupils are taking their seats. Quistus says now for the uh, for today's plan. She's walking to her desk. Quistus says how I'm sure all of you have heard already. Today the seed that's S-E-E-D, all caps, uh, tests, is uh, about to happen. <clears throat> the ones that aren't uh, doing the test uh, just work by themselves today or learn by themselves today. Uh, and uh, the ones that participate have time until uh, after evening today? No, afternoon, yeah. Um, you, you gotta be prepared, uh, uh, sufficiently, that's the word, is what she says to her, to all the pupils in the class. At 16 o'clock, which that is 4 p.m. in the entrance hall, this is where the groups will get announced. Uh, you got that? That's what she says to the class. And then she says, oh yeah, Cypher. And the camera shows Cypher being like, huh? Uh, don't hurt anybody during training. Please be careful. Now we see Cypher. He's looking to Squall and he's looking back to Quistus. Now then he's hitting the table in front of him being like, ah. Uh. Uh, by the way, Cypher and Squall are both sitting all the way in the back. Squall on the left, Cypher on the right. Uh, see you all later. So she says. And Squall, please come to me. I gotta ask you something. Camera scales on Squall. Squall stands up and now we are in control of the Squall once more. And uh, let's just go up to Quistus. Who's a screen away. Got a load. Now we're here. She was talking to like three students who all stopped talking to her the moment we uh, approached them. We talked to Quistus. She says... You still have to go to the Fire Grotto. Fire Grotto being in blue text and also in parentheses. Otherwise, I can't let you uh, do the tests. And then we see Squall's in a monologue. And he says, I was gonna do it this morning, but a cipher happened, effectively. Uh, she's saying, is there any particular reason? Squall saying no, with a lot of a lot of dots before no. Uh, Quista says, then let's go together. Uh, if you still feel un unsure, you can use the school PC, which is again in blue and parenthesis, to prepare. Uh, I will wait at the main gate, which is in blue parenthesis. Please come when you're ready. Uh, your school PC in blue parenthesis is at your place blue parenthesis uh, I think I'm bad at translating that your place is like where you sit in this classroom this is your desk I suppose <clears throat> or your class desk even she just left the room Quistus has left the room uh, the three students that were talking to her are still just standing here like zombies I'm gonna talk to them um, she first first pupil she's a, a girl who's like a little smaller than us she envies us she says that she also wants to go 
I guess, to the fire grotto with her. Uh, next girl says, if anything happens to Quistis, we of the trip Treep fan club will punish you. And she's doing some motion, which I couldn't quite catch because Squall was obscuring her. And the third uh, person, who's a guy, alone with Miss Treep. And then he does a snap. And now all of them leave. That was the Treep fan club, apparently. We're leaving the classroom. We are now outside in the hallway. There's no one here. We're just walking down the hallway. Uh, somebody says, I'm like, whoops. She ran into us and she fell on the floor. And we got a choice of, are you okay? And six starts in a row. Let's go with the six starts in a row. Oh, but he actually says about 10 darts in a row. Now she gets up. Oh my, what she says. Sorry, I was in a rush. Uh, hey, do you be belong to the class there? Uh, say, is the first uh, first lesson already over? Uh, Squall nods. She's like, huh? Crap. The garden, this garden is way bigger than the one I was at last. Hey, tell, tell. Uh, I'm coming from another garden. Can you show me around? We can say sure and no time. Let's say sure. She says, cool, let's go, let's go. Squall says, let's go uh, down to the entry hall and then to the uh, blue parenthesis. Shit, I thought while I said blue parenthesis, I might remember what the world's, word is called in English, but I don't. It's where you can, well, like a map of the area, I guess. Just not exactly that word, but a word that is a little more particular. We're talking to a person on the way to our elevator who's like, hey, I got these cards from my brother, but I don't give a fuck about these cards. Do you want these cards? Uh, he says, how to use them? I have no idea, but you can walk up to people and press square and then you, you can play with the people, but I have no idea how to play with these cards. We have acquired seven cards. What's that about? That's triple try it. Um, the sub game, the card game within the game of Final Fantasy VIII. The game I might have played more than actual Final Fantasy VIII. Um, which might even be the reason why I've never finished this game, because I always get caught up in Triple Triad. Right before I started this uh, Let's Play, guess what I did? Get stuck playing Triple Triad. Uh, Squall says, this is the map, which I still don't really know what it's actually called. Uh, this is the map of the ground floor. Uh, Bellum Garden is big. Please look at this uh, the wall table and, and enter your your destination um our our girl that we're showing around says question how to use this as process with the directional keys and x you can choose your destination uh, and that's already the explanation of that i guess uh next i'm going to show you the individual parts of the garden she says okay okay by the way we're looking at a at this map which shows us all the places of the bellum garden uh, it's about eight different places and squall's gonna go through them one by one now uh to the north there are the, the students quarters 
He says almost all students have uh, room now. Just a couple come from uh, outside, go like commute, I guess. Uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, I also booked uh, a room now. And he says they can change and uh, get a rest. Next is uh, in the west, uh, which is also the north wing, is the, the canteen. And the hot dogs are, are really... She's uh, popular, that's the word. And he says, if you want one, you gotta get in line. And she says, understood. In the east of the north wing is the parking area. And when there's a mission, uh, mostly you started from there with a garden car. In the south, there's the main gate. And oh, there's some inner monologue. He says, right, quiz the street. My instructor is waiting at the main gate. And she's like, huh? What's up? Squall's like, nothing, dot, 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 dot. This is the A-Wing. Uh, he's pointing to, well, one of the destinations on the left. Um, this is the schoolyard. There's something being prepared there. And she's like, yeah, 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 I know, I know. That's the, the school uh, fest. Is that, the, is that what you call it in English? The school... Let's just call it fest. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I'm not a native. <laughs> uh, she also says that she's joining the committee. And if we like, we can do it together. And Squall says, let's move on. Uh, in the west, there's the infirmary. Uh, usually you go there if you're hurt. But there's people who just hang around there. She's like, what's the name of the doctor? And Squall's like, Miss Dr. Kadawaki. In the east, there's a training uh, hall, training area. Uh, the only facility that you can also use at night. And it's called training, but the monsters in there are real. There's real monsters in the training area. If, you, if you're not careful, you can even die, is what he says. She's like, whoa, I'll be careful. In the south of the B-Wing is the library. Uh, here you can land books, uh, but usually it's easier to just check the school PC. Uh, now, now Squall's like, you know that in the second, uh, on the second floor, which I think in, in America is actually the first floor, uh, or something like that. I'm confused. But Squall's saying, <laughs> do you know that in the second floor there's the classrooms? And she's like, yeah, I know. And now Squall says in the third floor there's the um, director. Uh, but you need a it's director again. The the principal, that's the word. It's I'm sorry, it's director in German. So what I'm reading here is director, but that's... A uh, person that makes movies, that's not a principal at all. Um, you need a permission to go to the third floor to the principal. And she says, question with uh, a lot of vowels. What's the name of the director? Squall says, director Sid. Uh, all clear, that's all. Uh, she says, understood. 
and our map screen fades away. And the main screen fades in. She says, hey, listen, are you gonna participate in the seed uh, test? I guess it's less of a test than more of a trial, actually. Are you participating in it? And Squall says, yes. And she says, maybe we'll see each other because I did the theory, which hopefully is again the right translation, <laughs> in uh, my old garden. Today, I'll also participate in the seed trial. Uh, I, I, I wish the best luck to both of us. And thank you, thank you. She's leaving. We're now free to walk around again. And there's a safe, uh, safe spot, safe zone, safe whatever, right here. So let's save. And I'm gonna get some water because my throat is beginning to be parched after like 25 minutes of non-stop talking. Saved, be right back. And I'm back. <clears throat> so now, let's see, we're in the, I guess, map area uh, of the, of Bellum Garden. There's two girls standing here right in front of the map. Uh, one of them says, uh, oh, Squall, Treep is, uh, was waiting for you at the main gate. How, where's the main gate? Stop, uh, stop asking nonsense. There's just one main gate. It's in the south. Uh, have you forgotten how to use the map? Uh, second girl says, Good morning. Uh, wish you best of luck for the sea trial. That's it. Let's hit square. Nothing happens. Let's hit square with the other girl. Nothing happens. Or, or rather, they just say the same they've been saying. Uh, while we were talking to them, there was a, a dude running just from left to right and uh, This whole thing is kind of circular. There's this giant circular thing in the middle uh, Which we only see at like the topmost edge of the screen and then there's like a circular path of around that thing and then there's a uh, stairs leading down from that circular path to yet another yet another circular path and these two circular paths are divided by like a moat, which has statues of fish in it that are spewing water. And then outside of that outer circular path, there's yet another moat. Um, and this is where, like between these two moats is where also the map is and the girls are standing and then there's like a big kind of bridge-like thing um, leading out of the frame to the south. And this explanation was enough for this running guy to get back here. I g ran up to him and pressed square and now he says, how about a card match? And I'm gonna press yes because I'm addicted to triple triad. 
And now we're playing some Triple Triad. Our game's loading, nothing's happening so far except for the music playing. And there we go. We see the Triple Triad board. Uh, he drew five cards. I have seven cards to choose from, which are the cards that the, the one dude gave me. And I have to pick five of the seven cards. I'm gonna pick Fongo Ongo, Foca Double, Jesper, uh, Howling, Reptile, oh, it's so hard to <laughs> translate all these names on the fly, and the Purple Mouse. And game says okay, yes, no, we say yes, and he starts putting down a card, which is the Foca Double, which we also have, and he put it down in the top left. There's nine uh, spots on this board. Both of us has have five cards and at the end we will have put down nine cards and one will have more cards in his possession than the other and this is the person who wins. How do cards change possession? Um, he put down his, it's red on the board now and it has four numbers, a three at the top, a five right to uh, bottom and the one to the left. The three and the one aren't important because it's in the top left corner, so the top and the left are just adjacent to the uh, the corner of the board. So the five to the right and the two to the bottom of this card are important because all of our cards also have four numbers and we also have a Foker double, which I will use and put it on the bottom of this Foca Double, so the left middle square, which means the top three of our Foca Double will be higher than the adjacent bottom two of his Foca Double. Thus, it will turn, and we will own both of these cards for the time being. They will both be blue. That's the sound that happens when that happens. He put down a card in the bottom left, flipping my Foca Double, because his one had a five at the top. Ours, our Foca Double just had a two at the bottom. Now we have three cards on the board, all on the left side. Uh, his Foker double, which still uh, still belongs to us now because we flipped it and he didn't flip it back, has a five on the right. Our Foker double, which he flipped and now belongs to him, has a five on the right and is in the middle. And then his thing, which he just put down, which is a S-A-M-O-A-G, has a six to the right. Uh, we have four cards. The highest we have to the left is a 5, so we can't flip uh, any of his two cards back. So what we could do in this situation is put a card in a corner somewhere with high values to the sides that he can't flip, because we can see his cards. We know all of the moves he could possibly make, right? So we could, for example, put our Fongo Ongo in the bottom right, which would just expose his top 5 and his... Uh, left three he has a three a one and a three at the bottom of his remaining cards and a one a three and a three to the right so he could not possibly ever flip this fungo ongo if we put it in the bottom right corner which i will proceed to do okay he put his mesmerize which is like a fucked up unicorn with a crescent horn which loops all the way back to the back of his back. <laughs> um, he put it uh, in the top middle and it has a three and a three to the bottom and the right. 
exposed. We could flip it with our howling uh, reptile thingy, which has a five to the left, but our howling reptile thingy has a one to the bottom, so it would definitely get flipped again by one of his, most likely. And he could also flip his mesmerize back because he has a card that has a five at the top left to place. We could also flip it from the bottom with our purple mouse, uh, which has a six to the top. Um, but our other two cards only have a one to the top, so this mouse is kind of the only thing with which we can still flip something from the bottom. And there's still a lot of opportunity to flip stuff from the bottom in this game with how the board is laid out so far. So let me just try and uh, divine the future, no, foresee possible future moves. Um, if we would put the howling thing there, he would flip the howling thing back. And then we would have to flip that thing back. And both of his have a five to the left. Which means we kind of don't want to have him put anything to the right. If we put the mouse in the middle to flip the thing and the mesmerize in the top middle. He would probably flip our mouse. With the five. To the right. And we wouldn't have any way to flip it back could also flip it from the bottom. Huh. We could also have a situation where we put the mouse on the bottom so he couldn't flip it because it has a six to the top. And then he would have to put his just somewhere because uh, we're even right now. I'll try that. We still have an opportunity to flip his mesmerized then. So we're gonna put, put uh, the mice in the bottom middle. He put his Prenula, which is a blue blob, in the top right. And it has a one at the bottom, but we only have cards with a one at the top, so we still can't flip it. Um, so we can't flip anything. He pr protected his mesmerize. We can only flip things to the... Yeah, we can't flip anything that's on the board right now. So the only thing is that we can do is protect our card that we're gonna put down now, which is gonna be my Jasper. It has a five to the right. We're gonna put it in the middle and his card has a five to the left. He's gonna put it in the right and it's a draw. Okay, that's all of triple triad I can take right now. That was an ordeal. Just explaining that while playing it, terrible. I let the kid. I let the kid uh, just run, run away to the right, wherever he was running before we stopped him to play a prolonged round of triple triad. Uh, we walked south, and now we're at the main gate. There's like these kind of gates you can only walk through from one side. It's all looking very futuristic, and there's a receptionist standing here with a. Uh, behind the glass window with a, a hat and if we talk to him he says he's been working here ever since the garden existed and we just go through the door or like the it's not a door it's like one of these one of these things you can only walk through from one side you know at the outside of events these kind of things yeah we keep walking left it's a huge open place there's trees here there's 
stairs here. We're going down the stairs, walking towards the camera. There's water now. There's running water just everywhere. And there's like a glowy, purplish kind of thing. We walk, walk up to it. It says, draw point discovered or draw spot discovered. But there's nobody to draw or nobody who could draw. Okay, so we don't know what that is yet and we can't use it yet apparently. Gonna walk to the south some more. We're at the gate and there's Quistis right there. She's not wearing what she was wearing before. Um, she was wearing some kind of... Was looking like a generic instructor uniform, I guess. Uh, now she's wearing this orangish, muted orange dress, I suppose. We're walking up to her. She says, Squall, uh, you forgot something. Here, that's your GF. Squall raised his hand, didn't say anything. Uh, there's one, it's called Quetzalcoatl. And there's a second one, it's called Shiba. Uh, I gotta explain uh, plenty of things to you before we head out, is what she says. We are strong because we're using the help of the GF. If a GF is strong, we also become stronger. Uh, in order to do that, we gotta couple the GF. Screen faded away, now we see a UI. Oof, and there's a big explanation. Uh, our own status... Uh, status numbers can be improved and abilities can be used uh, but in return also her HP is 420 uh, couple coupling status not what okay no idea what she's talking about but there's no GF coupled so far right So let's couple the GF. <laughs> yeah, still trying to couple a GF. <clears throat> okay, GFs have abilities. I'm gonna choose a GF. It's been coupled. And now we can... What? Spells can now be coupled with HP and body because Quetzalcoatl had the HPK and the body K ability. Uh, because there's no spells available, we, we're not coupling any spells yet, though. Uh, but we're gonna use abilities now. A character can have up to three command abilities. Oof, there's a typo right there. Characters written C-A-H, rector. Oh my. Uh, 
Okay, you can couple up to five abilities. Three active and two passive, I suppose. And you can have a limit of up to seven abilities coupled or, or just in place or whatever. Okay, so more explanation. Okay, the passive abilities are the character and troop abilities. That's what they're called here, I suppose. And to draw spells, you first have to use a draw ability, like put it in, in your command list. Not use it, but put it in the command list. Aha, uh -huh. we put draw in the command ability list. Now you can use draw in fights. Uh, we also want the GF and the item ability, not spells for whatever reason. Now we go to the passive abilities, which is what I'm going to call them. And it's magic plus 20%, even though we, we haven't put spells into our active abilities doesn't seem very reasonable okay that's it that's the explanation quiz says everything all right so far uh, you can read up on that on the menu tutorial whatever both nod uh, when we're at the fire grotto I will explain to you the coupling of spells uh, until then, you should have drawn some spells, spells with draw in parentheses and stored them. Uh, you can draw them from monsters. Can we go now? To go to the fire grotto, we gotta go uh, east. Oh, I was trying to go back. She's like, huh? Forgot something? Okay, I'll wait here. Because now that I know how to draw, I'm gonna go back to that draw point and try to draw, right? Uh, first go to GF. No. Okay, that's all wrong. Cup coupling. Now squall. Okay. No more wrong noises, please. We coupled Quetzalcoatl. Now we go... Yeah. To ability. And we're gonna go draw GF. Uh, uh, draw GF item. We don't have any passive abilities. And now we should be able to go to the draw point and draw, right? Let's try it. Whoops, I went to the back to the menu on accident. Going back to the gate. Some more water. Oh, there's a person walking around here now. Draw point discovered. Vita found. Who should draw? Squall. Ooh. Squall drew seven Vita. There we go. There's a person. He says he likes this garden, except for some instructors. He does not want to play triple triad with us. For shame. Uh, we're going back to Quistus. Here we are. Can we go now? To go to the fire grotto, we gotta go east, is what she says. Yes, she joins us. We're leaving. There's a, just like a normal looking concrete road with like markings and everything in the back. Oof, overworld music. 
Wonder Overworld. There's a big giant Bellum Garden right behind us. We're a small pixely squall dude standing on a road. Um, she said east. But we, uh, so far I have no UI. N none. Zero UI. I'm pressing things. Okay. I press select. Now there's like a globe in the bottom right corner of the screen. And to go east, we do not follow this road, apparently. We just go towards this forest. Oh, yeah. And there's like a, a, a cave right there. But we're already at the cave, so I'm gonna walk in circles until this happens. So we have at least one fight that we can use to draw some magics from some, uh, some monsters. Hey, I know this monster from a triple triad card. Quiz says Squall. With R1, you can engage the gun blade, press it when you hit the enemy. Also at the multi, whatever that is, don't forget to press R1. Okay, but I want to draw actually. Yeah, you can draw and there's two uh, question mark choices. We're gonna pick the first. Oh, we, have, we forgot to couple Quistus. She can only attack so far. So let's do that. We're gonna attack with Quistus. She has a whip. She whipped the... Oh yeah, the enemy is looking like a little... Actually a pretty big bug. A blue bug. Flying. Oh, shit. I drew again, but I think I... No, I, I did everything correctly. We drew five analysis. And Quizzes whipped the bug again. So now let us hit the bug and try to press R1 to do the gunplay thing. Hiya! I think I screwed that up, but the bug is dead. And that's the second best victory fanfare of Final Fantasy. Don't add me. Uh, we, we got an item, a uh, magic splinter. Uh, and it says a stone with uh, slight magical powers. And our GF have gotten a single AP. Okay, let's go back to the menu. Couple. Quistus with Shiva. Uh, go to ability, go draw, go GF, go item. And now I'm going to the grotto. Screen fades to black. I just walked like one more step into the grotto. Uh, here we are, a lovely pre-rendered background of just like stone area. And Quista says, so now on to the coupling of spells. Listen closely. Uh, this is about how to uh, use spells that you have drawn correctly. And we're back to the UI. <clears throat> Full screen with text explaining. Apparently you can improve the status, uh, just numbers, status values of characters by coupling spells. She goes on to say, if a GF is coupled, all of the values that are shown in, wi in white are GF, uh, available GF abilities. And we have at the bottom here, HP, strength, KRP, whatever that is, magic, GST, whatever that is, GES, RFX, TRF, and GLK. And most of that is grayed out. 
str which is strength and gst which might be ghost <laughs> or something is white now we're gonna select couple and this time we're not gonna select gf but spells Uh, now we're, we're gonna choose one of the white uh, abilities. No, status. Damn. I forget what it's called. One of the status values, I suppose. We're choosing strength. And now we can couple one of the spells to one of our status values. And it's raising it. We, we coupled fire to our strength. Okay. I always liked how weirdly complicated this was. Like, in Final Fantasy 7 or 9, I didn't couple my GF or Bestia or whatever to my characters and then also couple spells to all of the status values of all of my characters. I did none of that. Because you couldn't do any of that. Uh, she says you don't have to couple every spell by, like, manually. Uh, you can just choose optimal after coupling the GF and all of the spells will be coupled and you can prioritize strength, magic or HP. So you can be like a, a glass cannon, a mage or a tank, I suppose. Okay. We're gonna use strength because we're a cool dude with a gunblade. And that's it about... Well... Does it not have any effect in s except for raising your values? That's kind of odd. Uh, whenever you've drawn a new spell, you should uh, couple it and see what happens. That's what she says. So let's leave. Krista says, uh, your gunblade dot dot dot. And we can say, what's with my gunblade? Or I know how to use it. I'm going to say, what's with my gunblade? She says, you should check again. Screen fades to UI. Getting... Oof. There's a lot of numbers here. Elemental defense and status defense. Uh, and then there's GF-like... Relationship. And special techniques. Oh, you can put your gunplay to automatic. Why wouldn't you put your gunplay to automatic? Uh, if you put your gunplay to automatic, you don't need to press R1 every time you're hitting an enemy. But the oh, what's that word again? You're not gonna hit 100% of the time, so this is why you should put this on. Uh, put put this function to off and press R1 manually. Also, there's the multi-slash bar. If you put that to off, uh, it's not gonna be shown in fight mode. And this is also automatically off if you put Gunblade Auto to on. I didn't see that bar. Because I had no indication of when I actually needed to press R1. Let me check. Uh, where was that? 
Was that in status? Yes. Yeah, it's on. Weird. Didn't see any of that. Well, we're gonna uh, walk up to the... There's like a couple pixel of people right in front of the cave. We walked up to them. Now I think, yeah, the camera transitions to just the entrance of the cave. And there's two people here and their faces are just yellow. Yellow rectangles, apparently. Oh, there's like... It's like ovals. We talk to them and it says the mission uh, 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 Not retrieval, but let's just go with retrieval of a lower GF is the mission, but it's not retrieval. It's more like acquisition um, And also uh, A seat qualify is gonna help us which is what that says and now it says are you ready and we say yes we're ready squall says i'm ready Krista says i'm gonna help Krista says uh instructor number 14 quizzes treep choose your time limit uh think well about what uh well fits your your skill level don't dawdle but don't you know go too fast oh we can pick 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes or 40 minutes oh this is this is rough okay i'm gonna pick 20 minutes and try to not ever stop to talk i'm just gonna talk when i have time to talk because i want to make this in 20 minutes and I also don't want this episode to go on, go on for more than another. Oh shit, the timer's already running. We're at 19.55 and we just hit the entrance and it faded to black. Here we are, Fire Grotto. Okay, Quista says she's only gonna help in fights. She's not gonna lead us. And we say, understood. It's a nicely pre-rendered background of a cave on fucking fire. There's lava everywhere. It's even more lava here in the second screen now. Uh, oh. Quizzes says something about there's people that, that aren't aren't really good when she's around and Squall's like, no, she said must be my sex appeal and Squall's like, oh, whatever and they actually stopped then and looked at each other and I was like pick up the pace, we're on the time limit so I just clicked through all that and now we're on a fight, we're fighting these purple mice that we also have as cards I'm gonna attack one I pressed R1, I think, at the right time because the screen flashed white. I'm gonna try the same with Quistus. Didn't didn't do anything. Oh, both the both the mice are dead. As a close up of Quistus's face, she doesn't have her glasses on. Gonna click through all of that. We we got another magical splinter and two AP for our GF this time. We're gonna keep walking. We are at 1831 is where we hit the next screen transition. Oh God, there's a fork in the road. Okay, to the left there's nothing. To the right there's a draw point. I'm gonna walk up to the draw point. We found fire. Squall's gonna draw fire. Squall drew nine times fire. We uh, proceeded past the fork in the road. There's another random encounter. Time's at 18.5. Oh, there's four enemies now. 
Damn, these fights look crisp. Like it's all a little distorted, I think because it's so so hot. Because this has yeah, there's four monsters now, there's two purple mouse and two bombers. Which are these explodey guys. One just exploded some fire into our face, but it's fine. I forgot to hit R1, but the mouse died anyway. Quiz is hitting the second mouse. It also died. Now just the bombers are left. We're gonna hit one of them. I pressed R1 too late, but that's fine. Quizzes hits the other bomber. I was gonna hit the same bomber, but I fumbled. Okay, Squall's trying to, uh, gonna try to hit the first bomber again and hit R1 too late again. One of them is gonna use the fire spell on Squall again. He's taking 59 damage. He's down to 358 hit points. Quiz has hit the first bomber. It's still not dead. We're gonna try and press R1 at the right time now, but first the bomber hits Quistus with a tackle. We hit it! Screen flashed white. Bomber is still not dead. We hit the other bomber on accident again with Quistus. Time is at 16.45. This fight takes forever. Squall just got fired by one of the bombers. Gonna hit the first bomber again with Squall and not fumble the R1. Bomber is still not dead. Holy shit. This is taking way too long. Uh, Quistus said these bombers are susceptible to the ice or water or whatever element, but we didn't draw any of that yet from any monsters because we only were in one single fight before we got into this grotto. So maybe people that usually pick one of the bombers died finally. So maybe people who usually pick 20 minutes know to draw some fucking ice before they head in here, huh? Well, we're gonna hit the second bomber, we're gonna fumble our one. Just do 40 damage. Quistis, critical strikes for 102 damage. It's still not dead. Squall's gonna attack. Fumble the R1 again. Bomber died. Everything's dead. We're at 15.35. And the timer's ticking down. Even while we're celebrating. We found a vampire tooth. We got 4 AP for our GFs. And we're off. There's a little... Shit. There was just a little like path to the side here, which I think just ends in a dead end and it's another random encounter Just like three steps and oof. It's a big thing. It's got three rotating wings and The thing itself is also somewhat rotating We're hitting it with Christus. We're hitting it with Squall. Gonna press R1 at the wrong time It's is it dead? It's dead already. Okay, so we just gotta watch out for these bombers. We're at 14.45. I'm not gonna proceed down this seemingly dead end. I'm gonna head back right, uh, go north, leave, hopefully leave the screen, yes, to the north, screen transitions. Oh, and this seems to be it. Uh, you and Cypher are a class for yourself. You're really strong, is what Krista says. We're at 14.20. Screen transitions one more time. There's a big... Uh, it's gonna get serious. Are you ready, is what Krista says. Squall's just like, huh? And Krista says, huh? That was a superfluous question, I suppose. 
The ground is erupting and there's Ifrit, a giant kind of demon, kind of goat demon kind of guy with a with huge abs. Big cinematic. Well, not really, it's just the beginning of the fight, but it's still kind of cinematic. Camera's panning around. We're facing Ifrit. Squall's gonna attack it. We did not fumble R1. Uh, Chris is gonna use Shiva. Why not? Oh, but Ifrit's gonna use fire first. Add Squall. 64 damage. And Squall's just gonna attack regularly again. Did fumble the R1 this time. Just 34 damage. Uh, Quistis has a Shiva bar, which is just like running in reverse, kinda. Guess once that's done, Shiva's gonna happen. It's done. Shiva's happening. Diamond Dust is what the attack is called. We're at 13 and 5 seconds. As a cool cinematic of Shiva, she opens her eyes. Uh, her ice cage burst. She's charging up her fucking Diamond Dust attack, all that Ifrit. He's encased in ice. Well, not really. But there's ice everywhere, it's exploding, 160 damage. But that took a whole lot of time because... Oh, he says, you got Shiva? And that's all he says. We're attacking with Squall. Gonna hit Awan too early, 35 damage. Gonna attack with Quistis. I'm not sure if the Shiva attack is worth the wait, you know? Uh, Ifrit is angry, he jumps into the air, <laughs> fucking... Body slams us for 150 damage. We're at 24 health. We're gonna use a potion on Squall. Healing 4, 200. We should use one more. Quistis is gonna use a potion on Squall. Healing 4, 200. Waiting. Squall, attack. Again, fumbled the gun blade. Quistis whips. 43 damage. Attacking. Oh, we should maybe draw from Ifrit, by the way. Okay, he's using fire. 63 damage onto Quistis. And now with Quistis, we're gonna draw uh, fire. Wait, is there any point to this? We got five fire, but maybe we should just keep attacking. Hit it. 51 damage. Oh, Ifrit's angry. He's jumping into the air. Oh, he drop kicked Squall again for 100 and something. But Squall is still at like 311 energy HPs. And Chris is at 430. So we're fine. Time's at 1050. I'm thinking... We almost could have done the 10. Not bad for humans, Ifrit says, but fight's still not over. If we would have picked 10, this would be real close because we're, we're at 10.37, 10.35. Still attacking. Oh, but I remember, I think, that you still have to get out in the time, you know, in, in this time. Okay, he jumped, tackled Squall for 100. About 100 damage. We're at 203. We still just keep on hitting him because I don't know if Shiva, like that, really takes a lot of time. If that's worth the damage. Because we just keep hitting him like this. 
Uh, if he's casting fire on Squall, 58 damage, Squall's at 145. Quistus is just not getting targeted whatsoever. Uh, we keep fumbling the Gunblade. <laughs> I'm thinking I should put it to auto, just because I hit it about 1 out of 10 times. Attacking. That was a hit. 53 damage. Oh, cinematic. If he angry, tackling Quistis this time for about 100 damage again. Okay, I'm scared. Quistis is gonna use a potion on Squall. We're at 9 minutes, 20, 20 seconds. We could have never done this in 10 minutes. Kind of getting afraid of even being able to do it in 20. 35 damage. Now what, I'm gonna use Shiva again. Even though it's probably a waste of time. Shiva bar is up again, it's running backwards again, but not before Squall has... Oh! If he says, I'm losing to humans, I'm gonna grant you my power. Oh, that's it, nice. We don't have to wait for Shiva, that would have been a huge waste of time. No XP gain, G Returner gotten obtained, Ifrit card obtained, nice. How do you get these cards? Like, have I only gotten this card because I successfully drew from Ifrit? We get to name Ifrit, we're gonna call him Ifrit. We don't have time, but listen to me. Uh, you now got the GF. When you use the GF to couple it, you can use the element K. I'm gonna explain to you what the elements even are. UI back to UI stuff. Uh, during coupling, beside strength or magic, you can also couple to element stuff. Uh, if you couple a GF ability with element stuff, there's a window. Yeah, I don't have to translate all of these uh, tutorial things. Okay, you can switch to element stuff. And then you can cobble even more stuff. And you can couple element attack or element defense. Again, to spells. Okay, that makes sense. If you couple, like, ice to your element attack, you get 50% ice damage to your attacks. Yes, she's just explaining how these percentages work with our attack and stuff. And it's a maximum of 100%. Yeah, we really should have drawn some ice stuff before we went in the fire grotto, huh? Okay, so we can couple stuff to... Element attack, element defense, but there's a third value there. Cool, you can even heal if you max out the elemental defense to more than 100%. Oh, okay. There's just a third thing, because with this GF you can couple two uh, defensive elements. Okay, cool. Is the timer still running? 
It's I don't see it right now. Uh, she says because the most monsters you're gonna see here are fire, you should couple eyes. Okay. Um, there's no timer anymore, and we can just walk out. So let's do some coupling because we're not, you know, time is not an issue anymore. I think. Uh, coupling. Whoops. Oh, we cannot. Wait. Nope, we can't couple any elemental attack or defense uh, right now, apparently, for some reason. That's a shame. Weird. Okay, we can couple fire to our magic for squall. Oh, right. Wait, we can couple the Ifri GF to squall now. And then we can couple fire to our attack, which doesn't make sense because there's just a lot of fire monsters here. Uh, but we can couple fire to our strength, get an additional strength point. And for Quistis, we can couple fire to her. Wait, we, we're gonna couple... Ugh, this, is, this coupling is a little... Okay, give me a second. Now we just coupled Ifrit to Squall, and we couple, we're gonna couple Quetzalcoatl and Shiva to Quistus, so we can put fire into... doesn't change any value, so... Whatever. Quetzalcoatl and Shiva are coupled to Quistus, Ifrit is coupled to Squall. Guess that doesn't really matter right now. Okay, we're back in the... In the crossroad fork kind of section and I just thought we might want to use one or two potions because we're kind of not in full health and here's a random encounter we get a nice pan of some rocks and some magma magma lava and there's just one uh, what are these called boomer I don't know are we gonna attack them him it's just one guy, so it's not them. Quiz is for 51. Squall for 71 because I hit the R1 button correctly. Again. Quiz is for 52. Squall for 44 because we did not hit the R1 button correctly. What do you even do when you attack with a gun blade and you hit the trigger while you attack? Is it just like some kind of hydraulics pressure? Just making your slash more forceful or something like that because I really can't tell by the animation I don't think it changes at all whether you hit it or not the R1 we killed it wasn't too eventful we got some XP we did not get any items GFs have gotten an AP a single one uh, also I'm gonna end this episode once I'm basically done with this first mission because this is just a well I don't want to even call it a proof of concept because I think I've proven to myself that this is way too exhausting for me <laughs> just this constant talking uh, but we're gonna pull on pu push on through not pull on through we're gonna push not pull Gonna attack this weird thing, which I also know from a triple triad card, but I don't have it yet, but I sure as hell saw this thing. It's casting fire, it's the one with the three... 
uh, wings rotating. Weirdly, whenever we fight this, we just see it from the back. Almost feels like the designers want to hide the front of it because they didn't quite know what it was even supposed to represent. Well, it's dead. Quiz isn't squalor happy about this win. I'm gonna greet it with another victory screen. Didn't get any uh, items this time either. But some XP, some AP as well. Believing. Screen transitioning again. Now back to the... I think that's the second screen of the dungeon. And another random encounter, of course. Man, making this in, in 10 minutes... Not easy. I didn't. Well, I guess if you are trying to make this in 10 minutes, you're either a speedrunner who knows exactly what he's gonna do, or you uh, train a bit before you go in here. You know, just draw some ice, possibly, from some monsters outside of the cave. The boomer attacked us for 7 damage. Attack Quistus. Yeah, we hit it by pressing R1 correctly for 69 damage. Quistus is hitting it for 48 damage. Exhilarating commentary, <laughs> by the way. How does Daniel do any of this? I, I guess he just cuts a lot. Cuts out a lot of boring stuff. Oh, really? Having done this myself once now? This is like an art. It's also like a job. It's like pretty hard stuff to do. I almost can't do it. My throat is killing me. I'm not used to talking so much anymore. Okay, we're back to the... Sinister music. Walking around the, the lava path. When the blast screen, hopefully there's not gonna be any more random encounters. Yeah, we made it. We're back out. Oh, there's nobody here anymore. The two guys with the yellow face are not standing there anymore. Okay. We're, we're just leaving, walking down the path. And now we're back to the overworld. Overworld is loading. Overworld has loaded. So. Let's swing the camera around and head right back to Bellum Garden. Having acquired Ifrit. Ah, no random encounters on the way back. Not a single one. And we're back in Bellum Garden. It's loading the garden now. Ooh, nice. We got a full shot of the Bellum Garden and now we get the same old shot with the road. We walk a bit and Christus says, nice work. Uh, also what she says before uh, oh for the test you should know something what was that again oh yeah raising a GF you should always think uh, of this and now we are back to UI explanation how to raise GF the GF level is being raised by EXP uh, but abilities are being learned by AP what are EXP and AP? I'm glad you ask. Uh, EXP you're gonna get through fights and that's 
where the GF level just automatically raises. Uh, AP you also get through fights. Uh, but which AP you learn depends on the player. Uh, you should think about the learning process. Let's look at the learning process step by step. Okay, it's just showing us you can select the GF and then you can select which ability is gonna be learned from the AP that you're acquiring while you fight, right? It's nice that all the GF have like a relationship uh, bar. Oh yeah, there's a lot of abilities you can select to learn. That's gonna be nice. It's all, they all have these 0 of 10, 0 of 50, so it's kind of the same uh, as with the, the abilities in Final Fantasy IX, which I've just finished, where they are bound to your items. Um, so you always equip these items and then these abilities and they level up just the same. Sorry, I'm trying to also kind of read what Christus is saying about other gamers saying about uh, these APs and the abilities. Yes. All pretty basic, uh, obvious stuff, to be honest. Okay, I'm just waiting for her to be done with this because it's also really, really obvious. Hmm. Okay. Yay! That was it. That was really, really obvious. Okay, she says, go to your room and uh, put on your uniform and we're gonna meet at the entrance hall. I'm just gonna go to the next safe spot though. And save and, and quit for the time being. There's our guy who doesn't wanna... Oh yeah, we found the draw point again with the Vita and we drew Vita once more. This time just three. Let's try and play triple try with this guy again. Uh, he says, when I look at you... I think to myself that I got to hang in there. <laughs> Something like that. It's always weird for me to, to translate on the fly like that because you're always just approximate to what it actually means, right? Because you're not a walking dictionary who knows exactly which words to use in every kind of context to, you know, make the very most sense that you could make. Okay, we're walk walking back to the entrance gates where there's the guy in in behind the glass. We can play with him, triple try it, but he's savage. He's an old guy, but I mean, that just means he had that much more time to get acquainted with the game, I guess, and get good cards. Okay, we're at the safe spot. Um, bring up the menu. Hitting safe. Selecting memory card one. There we go. This has been Final Fantasy VIII. I'm exhausted. Um, I'm gonna keep playing this without recording now because 
I, I can't talk anymore. See ya. Bye bye.